0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today where we're going to chat about one of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves and it's the gift of forgiveness. So focus your thoughts because you've got the victory. Hey guys, welcome to the show that gives you the tools you need to break through into all you were created to be, to live your life full of hope and purpose. I'm Pam Ramey, and Jesus, girls, let's find our role. Jesus, girls, and guys, Pam Ramey here, and super excited that you have joined us today to talk about the gift of forgiveness toward others and ourselves, and how walking in a mindset of forgiving holds the major key to our emotional freedom because unforgiveness can literally chain up our heart and stunt our emotional growth. It's true. It also has a negative impact on our relationships. And you know, God's word has a lot to say about forgiving one another and forgiving ourselves and not walking with bitterness in our heart. You gotta love how the Bible always confirms science. And according to the Mayo Clinic, scientific studies validate how the act of forgiveness directly affects our own health. In the following ways it helps in having healthier relationships it improves our mental health we experience less anxiety stress and hostility when we're walking in forgiveness also it lowers our blood pressure we have fewer symptoms of depression a stronger immune system believe that isn't that something we have a stronger immune system when we walk in forgiveness It improves our heart health, and it also improves our self-esteem. So I just want to give you a little bit of insight to my own journey into how I learned how to walk in forgiveness and also how that unfolded in my own life. Years ago, I, I I sat in a Christian counselor's office seeking answers on how to fix my oldest son, who was going through a really difficult season. And this was before I realized it was impossible to fix anyone; <laughs> only God could do that. But anyway. A few things bubbled up in those sessions that I personally thought I had completely and totally moved on from. And two of the biggies were having been molested by my grandfather during my fourth grade year and the police officer I babysat for who raped me and he stole my virginity at the age of 15. Well, both of these men had convinced me to stay silent and they gave me lots of good reasons why that was important. And I believed them and I stayed silent for years. But let me tell you, the memories of those encounters haunted me and they would haunt me for years. And furthermore, I hated both of these men. I hated him, hated him in my heart. Well, my counselor told me how Jesus wanted to step into those broken places and heal the pain that was living in my heart. And I did want that. I wanted that because the memory of both of these men brought a lot of pain to my heart. So she asked me if I had ever forgiven them. And I told her, well, you know, I thought I'd pretty much forgiven them and tried not to hold a grudge. And I, I thought I kind of had forgiven them. I sort of stuffed it down, stuffed it down. But sometimes a painful memory would literally smack me out of nowhere. And, you know, it might be prompted by a song or a smell or what someone said. or But when that happened, the crazy thing is the pain in that moment could feel as real as the day that those encounters took place. And it would make me feel really emotional. Well, maybe this is something you can relate to. Someone hurting you without ever showing one single drop of remorse, let alone asking for your forgiveness. But you know, unforgiveness completely keeps us in bondage. And before this time in my life, I had a skewed perception of what like true forgiveness really was. I thought if I forgave someone who intentionally hurt me, like went out of their way to hurt me, I was somehow saying that what they did was like, okay. And I had to learn that that was not the case. So here's what the truth is. That when we forgive someone, it by no means excuses the behavior of the person who has hurt us, who has hurt you. What you are doing when you forgive is you are taking that person literally off your hook and you're giving them to God who is their ultimate judge, not us. So that's really what forgiveness is. Also, bitterness can eat us up on the inside. Remember that list of what I read just from the Mayo Clinic. You know, it can affect our relationships. It can, you know, it it can affect so many different, it can make us sick. It can literally physically make us sick when we hold on unforgiveness in our hearts. So it can eat us up inside. And a good analogy I like to think about is if you store acid in a container, you know, the container in which that acid is destroyed is contained. That's what gets destroyed. It's not the acid; it's the container. <laughs> so, unforgiveness is like acid living on the inside of us, and it it destroys us. It does not. It does not destroy. I mean, it destroys us, uh, not the other way around. I love this verse in Hebrews twelve fifteen that basically says that very same thing. And make sure no one lives with a a root of bitterness sprouting within them, which will only cause trouble and poison the hearts of many. And you know what guys and girls, our own heart is included in that verse. So anyway, I told my counselor that both of these men had already passed. And really, honestly, I just didn't see the point in forgiving them. I didn't even know it was necessary, but it was her response that really changed my mindset. She said, Pam, both of these men are dead and gone. So if you don't forgive them, will it hurt them? Like one little iota? No, but it will continue to hurt you. It will continue to cause you pain. Why? Because you have handcuffed yourself to their graves. Well, let me tell you something that got my attention. And I began walking in intentional forgiveness from that second forward. And you know, my forgiveness journey became extremely intentional, It was not some fly-by-night thing. I'm like, I wanted to know how to get free. I wanted to know how to truly walk in forgiveness. I didn't want that root of bitterness inside my heart sprouting up and growing up into some great big humongous redwood tree. I wanted it squelched. But because I had lived with this trauma for so many years, the devil kept throwing up these awful memories at my, in my mind. He, would re, he just really started bombarding my mind with the memories of what had happened with these two men. And every single time one of those memories hit my mind, I'm telling you, I took those thoughts captive. And every single time those memories would hit my mind, I would forgive them. I would forgive them. I would forgive them. I would forgive them. And over and over again. And I I was given this analogy, and I think it's so cool. If somebody comes up and just, for no reason, just slices your arm open with a knife, and you never allow that wound to heal properly from the inside out, well, guess what? Every time somebody bumps into that arm, you're going to react. And that's exactly what I did. If, if, if something would bump into that wound of what happened to those two men, I would react. So what you have to do with the arm is you have to sometimes go back and open up that wound. You have to go back and open up the wound and you have to let all the pus and all the poison out so that the wound can heal properly from the inside out. So that's what I did. I had to release the poison from my heart that I was holding in my heart. I had to release that poison and the wounds began to heal. Both of those deep wounds were allowed to heal properly when every time the enemy would throw one of those memories in my mind, every time the mem- the, a memory would be bombarded, I would hit back with, I forgive that. I forgive that I blessed, I blessed them, even though they were in the grave. I was like, I bless them. I did not want any of that on me. And I'm telling you, eventually I could tell that the poison was out of my heart and I knew that the poison was out of my heart because Those triggers that would have so much power over me and would bring me me pain, it would take me, my mind and my emotions to a dark place, it lost power. Like there was no more power and both of those deep wounds were healed from the inside out and the memory of them no longer have the power to negatively affect my life. It's so awesome. I'm not forgetting that it happened. But now it can be used for my good and the good of others. You know, I love in second Corinthians where, uh, one forward, it says he always comes alongside of us to comfort us in every suffering so that we can come alongside those who are in any painful trial and we can bring them this same comfort that God has poured out upon us. And here's the thing. Since God has healed my heart and I have walked through the process of being intentional with my forgiveness, Jesus has given me so many opportunities to help women who have been victims of rape or molestation. And I can speak freely about both experiences and actually, believe it or not, feel compassion toward these men while intimately relating to Women who have experienced the same thing because I've been in their skin. I love how nothing ever, ever, ever gets wasted in our lives when the power of redemption steps in and takes center stage. You know what? Our willingness just needs to hook up and meet up with God's grace. And when that happens, we get free. Since this experience, I'm telling you, I have been a radical forgiver. I don't want that root of bitterness living in my heart, especially when I know how good it feels to be free from all of that. So I practice forgiveness pretty much every day. If somebody cuts me off on the freeway, I'm telling you, I just go, I forgive them. I, forgive, I slow down, I just forgive them. And I am very intentional about walking in forgiveness. And Jesus, girls and guys, sadly, So many of us do not think that we deserve to be forgiven for the things that we have done, but that's not what Jesus thinks. He is waiting for every single one of us to receive his forgiveness because there's absolutely nothing he will not forgive because his love for us is perfect. It's that big. It's that good. So I just want to share five quick steps on how to forgive in case you're not, in case you don't really know how to walk in intentional forgiveness. I want you to have these tools. Number one, and this is where it started for me. And I still do this when I get hurt and I still get hurt. We all do. I say this by an act of my will, I choose to forgive. And I name that person and I name the offense and I cover this in the blood of Jesus. So the first thing it's, it's a, it's a choice. Forgiveness is a choice. So you choose by an act of your will to forgive that person. Number two, I take and I name that person off my hook and I give that person to Jesus. I say their name and I just say, Jesus, I hand this person over to you. Number three, I bless. The Bible says to return curses for blessings with blessings. I bless. I name the name of that person and I return blessings for curses Number four, I say, Jesus, give me the ability. And this is such a big one for me. I say, Jesus, give me the ability to see that person. I name that person through your eyes because I'll tell you what, when I can see somebody through the eyes of Jesus, I look at them way, way differently than when I try to just see them through my own pain. And number five, I ask God to forgive me for judging that person. I name that person because I am not his or her judge. You know, another helpful thing to do that I want to leave you with that is, is, is something I'd like for you to try. If you don't know who you need to forgive, get a piece of paper, a big piece of paper <laughs> and a pen and get alone by yourself. Close your eyes and ask Father God to reveal to you anybody that you need to forgive. And I guarantee you, you will be a little taken aback by the faces that flash in your mind's eye. And you know what? Write down every single one of those names, every single one of those names, write them on the piece of paper. And then after you do that exercise, I want you to put your own name right at the top of that paper, because you're not your own judge either. You are not your own judge you need to receive the forgiveness of God over yourself. So I hope this has been helpful for you. I really want you to have this gift of walking in forgiveness. It truly is so freeing. And there are so many blessings waiting for you on the other side of walking in forgiveness. I You know, there are so many scriptures that tell us that talk about forgiveness, but we need again to just choose to forgive those who have hurt us the same way that Jesus has graciously forgiven us. Thank you so much for joining us today on Jesus Girl Roar and we bless your day. We love you. And Jesus is crazy about you.